Welcome to Shadow Work. What the fuck? If you've been thinking, uh, what the fuck is Shadow Work and how does it help me? You're in the right place. This is your go-to podcast that will answer all your questions as well as give you the tools to dig into your shadow so you can set yourself free from the bullshit holding you back and finally start manifesting that juicy as fuck life I know you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Caitlin Hosking, the shadow work queen and coach to fierce as fuck women who want to heal their shit so they can drop the self-sabotage and take control of their futures. I know shadow work can feel a little bit scary, so if you're new here, don't stress. I'm here to demystify the spook and bring some fun to the heavy. So get ready to learn, cry, laugh, and finally understand why the fuck you do what you do so you can quit playing small and start manifesting those big dreams. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hello, hello, hello. This episode is a little bit different to our normal interviews where I am actually interviewing one of my clients and I wanted to interview her because she's been a long-term client and has transformed so much within herself, external to herself, and it highlights how incredible this work is if you just stick at it. I have found that so many people are just looking for like a quick fix and things to just change immediately. But the fact is, is that things just don't always happen overnight. And it's the small decisions that we make every single day that allow us to make such huge transformations in our lives and really trusting that everything is always coming together. So Lauren talks about her experience of shadow work throughout this. She talks about how it's really helped her and changed her life. She gets really honest and vulnerable with us about, you know, what was going in her life and the fact that this is a journey. And she also leaves us some really beautiful truth bombs and things that I think we all need to hear. So Enjoy this episode, enjoy Lauren, enjoy this chat. And if you are thinking about doing shadow work, or even if you've been doing work for a while and you're feeling like you're in sort of a sticky situation and you're wondering if it's working, listen to this episode because you're going to find out that absolutely it is working. Keep following the breadcrumbs and you will get to where you want to be. So let's get stuck into it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Shadow Work. What the fuck? Today, I always say I have another special episode, but today it's really special, I promise, because I have one of my beautiful clients joining me today, and she's a long-term client of mine, and her journey is just so incredible and so profound, and all the things that she has moved through over the last two years with me, and it just highlights the absolute power of shadow work and how much change can actually be made in your life if you do the inner work. And I knew that I couldn't hide it or keep it to myself because it was so big. And so I invited the beautiful Lauren Ratcliffe onto my podcast to talk to you guys about her transformation, what's going on, what was going on then, what's going on now, and to help maybe give you a nudge in the direction of doing this work if you're feeling a little bit nervous, because I know that's somewhere she started as well. And so she will speak to that and what really helped with that transition. And yeah, it's going to be super juicy. So with that, welcome, Lauren. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. And yeah, start by introducing yourself. Thank you so much. So exciting to actually be here and I suppose chat more in depth about the wild ride I have been on (laughs) yeah I'm Lauren we've been working together for probably yeah about two years and outside of 
coaching and personal development. <laughs> there are so many other different aspects of me, but my day job is working as an exercise physiologist in the paediatric space. Um, and I've been doing that for about six years. And outside of work, I really love, I live on the Gold Coast now. So I love the beach lifestyle, going to markets, getting lots and lots of sun. And yeah, creating meaningful connections, I suppose, as well. Finding um, my people up here has been really, really nice too. So yeah, that's a bit of an introduction. <laughs> And there'll be more more to this story as we go through. <laughs> so I would love for you to describe a little bit about like what you were experiencing before you joined. Well, you joined Ignite, right? So you joined that two years ago and that was the first work that we did together. So what was happening before you joined Ignite? Before I joined Ignite, I had seen you do like a webinar or so I guess speaking for someone else and I didn't really know much about shadow work. I didn't really know literally anything, to be honest. But when you were speaking on that, I was like, I'm actually going to look you up and see what the hell, who you are and what the hell you actually do. <laughs> and then when I, I don't think I really knew what I was in for, but I just knew that I had to do this four-day immersion thing. And um, I still didn't even know how it was going to work because at that point in time, I was like working full time. Um, and so I would have had to like miss two of the days or like, um, I don't know, figure it out. Anyway, the universe, as we know, always works things out. And I joined Ignite. I was probably in a really bad place in work. And a little bit lost in who I was, giving so much of myself to everybody else and not really creating a safe space for me and for myself to really nourish and give myself everything I needed. It was 2020, so it was like lockdown. It was like COVID in Melbourne. Um, so that was adding a strain to everything as well. And I just felt like I needed I was at the point where I actually just needed to do something, but I just wasn't really sure what that really looked like. And so I joined Ignite and that was basically the start of a pretty epic journey. Mm. And I love how you like highlight the fact of when you like, I don't know why I'm doing this thing, but I like just have such draw to it and I'm just going to figure it out. Mm. And that's like, you know, our soul is sometimes just intuitively giving us those nudges of like, I need to do this. And the mind's like, it doesn't make sense. But we're like, yeah, that's fine. And then when we like follow that, it just leads one breadcrumb to the next and then everything just sort of starts to unravel. So what were you feeling like emotionally? That's what I would love to hear. Like, what were you feeling emotionally before you joined? Like on your on a day-to-day -day basis, how did you feel? Pretty drained. Like my capacity, I would say, was really, really, like I hadn't, I didn't really have a big capacity to hold much emotion. And I feel like because my day-to-day -day job was very full on and required a lot from me, um, working in a space with kids, if you're not on 
in the sessions with them, they can absolutely feel that energy and um, will definitely take you for a ride in that session rather than doing what you need to. So, yeah, I would come home and literally sleep after work most of the time. And then, like, we couldn't, uh, I suppose I would always be active, like I've always been an active person, but it was like all of my coping strategies that I had got taken away through COVID and then I was actually sitting with myself and I was like oh fuck I actually have to do something else that's not physical or or that's going to like just release yeah, the charge right at the top and so um, I don't know what else to say in regards to like where my capacity was but it was very very poor um, I was probably I would say quite unaware of my own triggers my own um, patterns and behaviors as well and the impact of that on others too um, so yeah yeah and how were your relationships back then my relationships were very very strained I would say um, and probably yeah not deep or at the time, it's really interesting because at the time, like I thought that I had really good relationships with friends and family and um, work colleagues and everyone in my life, really. Um, but before I had increased my awareness and my ability to take a step back and be the observer, I thought I was like in the best place that I had ever been and that was really the when I thought I was like at the top of the hill it declined really quickly and I ended up like in this pit of like shit paddling through (laughs) needing to like figure it all out and it was like in every aspect of my life it was showing up it was showing up in work it was showing up in my home life in my relationships it was showing up coming through in my health so I knew that yeah I needed to kind of do something and I feel like it was probably a turning point where I actually knew that there's got to be something more to life than this like Mm -hmm. I felt like I had probably been in survival mode most of my life and it got to a point where I was like I actually like I actually need to invest in me to do something because it can't this this can't all be all like there has to be something else in life even though like I did think that I was like having good times and all of that I was like there there has to be more and I suppose that's what kind of yeah really sparked me to look in a different direction to help me improve my mental health first and foremost with all of the difficult things that were happening in my life but also expand my capacity as a person and I suppose evolve as a person as well. Mm. Yeah, so it sounded like you sort of had spent, I guess, your life like creating what you thought would be the dream life mm. and got to the top of that hill and then you're like, uh, that's not it. And then mm-hmm. just started to roll down the hill. <laughs> And picked up Rapidly. a little bit of speed. A rapid descent he was, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> and then ended up at the bottom of the hill in a pile of shit, waiting around, being like, okay, 
if that wasn't it, then I need to actually go inside to to look at what else is going on and then start to, I guess, repair or expand from that place of like the internal work rather than thinking the external world is going to fix the internal world. Is that right? Absolutely. And I think as well with that, at that point in time, I was like so attached to the external things and put so much of my self-worth in other other people and my job and my career and like needing to like get to the top and like prove myself and all of that and that was a really um a really tough lesson for me to learn that actually it starts within and the internal obviously reflects the external and when you've attached all of your like yourself to all of the things that are external and then they get pulled out from underneath you and you're just like free falling it really forces you to to take a look inward and really figure out where to start with finding who you actually are Mm, and like yeah building a life from that place rather than Mm. borrowed ideas of yeah will make it feel that way (laughs) absolutely not what you think you should do for the approval of others but like actually what lights your soul on fire and actually who are you what do you stand for like Mm. yeah yeah I always sort of like picture this as (laughs) building a house on firstly a garbage dump (laughs) and then it has like shitty foundations but it looks really pretty it's like one Mm. of those like you know modern day houses that like look really pretty but one storm comes and they fall over (laughs) that's like how so many of us build our lives and it's not that it's a bad or wrong thing to do it's that we simply just don't know that when that we can do it another way and you know the way that society is set up it convinces us like oh you know if you get all these things and you get the gold stars then you're going to be happy you're going to feel amazing and it's it's completely backward mm-hmm. and it's just like actually even if you got none of the societal gold stars but you lived a life that was based on your heart and your values and your desires you actually just don't care about the gold stars. You don't care about the validation because it's like oozing out of you back into your soul being like, oh, this is so good. Absolutely. It's not a it's not a superficial facade anymore. It's actually coming from within, which is, yeah, so special. So special. So what were your fears about doing a thing called a shadow work? <laughs> well... Initially, I I didn't really know what I was in for and I was in that bad of a place that I just, like I said, I needed to do something. And when I actually started doing shadow work, I, in, even in the four days of Ignite, like I did some drastic, like I made some drastic changes to, to my life. I think I quit my job on day two. Was it? Yeah, you were like, I quit my job, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I quit my job, and I, I, I actually just couldn't even go back to to complete a notice period. Um, I was like, I genuinely just need to focus on me, and so I suppose ignite. Like, there was drastic transformation, and also it relieved probably some of the pain that I was feeling in terms of the shit puddle that I was in, basically. The more that I continued to work through all of that stuff, I was kind of scared of like that being the surface or that being the tip of the iceberg. Mm. 
Mm. and being really, really scared to face all of the shit that was underneath, like basically opening Pandora's box and not really knowing what you're going to find or if you're going to be able to handle what you do find and how to handle it. And that's why we've been on a journey. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, you know, it's sort of like during Ignite, it gave you some of the confidence or some sort of like to like, okay, here's some like, it's like the low hanging fruit. Mm. Okay, what are some easy, fast-paced changes that I can make in my life that's going to relieve some of the pressure that I'm I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious, like, what, I, don't, I mean, it's two years ago, it's so hard, but like, what, do you remember specifically, I think if it was second day, I think it was victim warrior archetypes, mm-hmm. I think it was that move. So during Ignite, guys, like we work through different archetypes and they all have pairings. So the first archetype is the victim and we look at where we're playing the victim in our life and unpack that and meet that shadow aspect and integrate it in order to step into the warrior who is the action taker. And it sounds like that shift happened really quickly for you where it was like, you probably unpacked that and saw, oh shit, like actually this workplace isn't, I'm blaming it for things, but I'm not taking responsibility. And now I can see that. And now that I've like felt the power of this archetype and actually can feel that I could maybe hold that, I'm going to play with that and go make some change. Does that sound right? Absolutely. I was, I was very much in a space of felt like I was lost and didn't really have any power and like didn't have control of the situation or my life or what I was doing. And I think that day I was doing the like warrior archetype actually like sparked something inside of me. And um, yeah, just really helped me to open my eyes and like reclaim that part of myself where I can actually implement change into my life, no matter how big or small it is, to to move forward. And in that time, it didn't really feel like I was moving forward at all. But it's just doing. It was always holding holding the trust and knowing that all of the small things add up to big change. And and doing the one percent things or quitting my job was the the thing that I could do now. I had no idea about the future of where I was going or what I was doing. Um, But (laughs) that seemed like something that I could really take control of and leave on my terms and be really proud of that, of how I handled the whole situation and how I moved through that process, I suppose. And I, I would even say today, like, through the journey, the warrior archetype is something that's definitely something that I've called upon more often than not, or have like identified more with to, yeah, get to get me to where I am now. Mm, I love that. I love that. Archetypes are so powerful. And it's just, mm. I think I love that experience because it's like, you didn't do anything before you felt that power. It was like a reminder because mm. that power's always been there and sometimes it just sort of it's like we have a big flame and over time it just kind of gets duller and duller and duller and then it's kind of just like an ember and mm. then it's like going through this process it just like fans it again and just like lights back up and we're like oh yeah that's right I do have control <laughs> over my life I can make changes I forgot somehow but I'm I'm not drunk anymore I'm sober I'm good <laughs> that is it literally yeah. Yeah, so cool. So you talked a little bit around feeling that doing shadow work would be Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like this is a really common fear for people is like, oh, my God, like, if I open this, what am I going to find? And am I going to find out that I'm truly kind of as fucked up as my mind is telling me I Mm. already am? And then if I do really see that, you know, what's going to happen? Am I going to fall apart? Like all of those sorts of things. So what's changed? (laughs) How do you feel about shadow work now? (laughs) I mean, we've been on a pretty wild ride and we've like... (laughs) dive to the bloody depths I tell you but I think knowing once you've once you've been there and like actually allowed yourself to go to the depths and see how powerful you actually are and how far you can come it actually creates that trust within yourself that you have the ability to handle any situation and and you've got your back more than anyone else like if you've got your back first then it doesn't matter because you know that you're going to be okay and I suppose it was absolutely a process of like not every single time was it a deep dive like there's lots of um lots of varying experiences but each time it's like trusting the experience and knowing whatever came up at that point in time was needed then and there and if it often a lot of the time, it's not where you think. I've done so many sessions, <laughs> so 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 many sessions where you think you plan out. Well, I'm a very I'm a very logical person, so I love to plan everything out and like think and forward think and everything. And you do that, and then it just goes in a complete different direction, and so surrendering actually surrendering to that and letting the journey take you wherever wherever you need to go has yeah been a process but I think it's those things that actually help you to see that firstly you are powerful and you can do it and also being held in such a safe supportive environment where like nothing is off limits definitely definitely helps you to be held when you're struggling to hold yourself too yeah yeah it's a really powerful thing to say actually because it's you know there can be confronting things and you know you and I have confronted some some pretty dark things within and it when we don't have that level of self-trust at the start and we've got a lot of like self-judgment and also like previous memories of people actually shaming us for certain things, it can kind of like convolute the whole experience and we can't go as deep because we're like, oh, I'm not sure I can hold this. And, and having someone there to be able to like hold this work and hold the pillar of like safety and trust and you are, you are okay, just allows for those like deeper levels and for like a full surrender to that process. And it's like in those moments where it was like, it was never about me, right? Like it was about you going, I trust this person. So I'm going to surrender. And so you allowed yourself to surrender, which was sort of like, sort of like a trust fall. And you're like, Oh my God, is anyone going to catch me? And like, I'm standing there, but it's you actually caught yourself mm. and you caught yourself like over and over and over to you realize like, oh, I'm always here re- on the ready. And like, I've always got myself what, rather than um, thinking like, you know, you're just going to like dodge out of the way and you're just going to splat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's having that person there at the start to like, almost you like feeling like, oh, she's going to catch me. And so you're like, I trust that she will catch me. And then realizing it is you over and over. Yeah, for sure. And in that as well, I think often I felt that it's been a beautiful mirror for you to show back to me the compassion and gentleness that I also need to show myself and learning relearning like if you have a big emotion or if something comes up that feels really really vulnerable like treating that and being gentle with it rather than like actually just judging it and like shoving it to the side and never thinking about it again (laughs) like that's actually what helps you to relearn and rewire those processes so you you do feel more safe so you can build your capacity to lean in and create that safety within yourself yeah 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 it is like it is a mirroring process as well because we forget like that's where I started I didn't know how to be compassionate with my experiences and someone taught me it's like we're children learning again it's like oh that's right I don't need to treat myself like a bag of dicks every time I feel like one Yeah. Cool. So tell me what's changed for you now? Like what are actually, we're talking about this just before we actually hit record and (laughs) Lauren was reminding me, and it's something I've seen recently as well, like in her Ignite testimonial, even though she had such a big shift, she was still really, really quiet and just like talked and you could feel like there was like a coming out of the shell, but it was, there was still kind of a whole held back energy to it. Whereas when you came to retreat last year, cause my partner was coming to hold, um, help hold space and organize things and whatever we were talking about, like the big personalities. And there was, um, one of the other clients who has a really big personality, but he was like, and Lauren, and he was like, yeah, she just like shines. And I was like, yeah, you really do. And it's like, sort of it's like you thought you were a mouse and had to like be really quiet and like not use your voice and just kind of keep everyone else happy and I love what actually happened throughout all of this is that was your goal was like oh I want to embody like big queen energy and I was like yeah I mean you don't know what that involves yet but yeah let's do it (laughs) buckle up baby because you're in for a while Brad Yeah. And the thing that I've probably seen the most, I mean, apart from the fact your entire external world has changed, but like your ability to like use your voice Mm. and to be seen and to take up space and, and to actually be like, no, like this is my boundary. You know, this is a thing I'm having hard conversations. I'm actually allowed to use my voice. And that has been such a beautiful Thing for me to witness because I know how many women feel like, oh, you know, my opinion doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. And all of those things, like I could tell you, if I try to put you on a podcast two years ago, you would have been like, no, I'm not. Absolutely but. not. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you're like, yeah, I mean, it feels like an edge, but I'm going to lean in because that's, you know, I can do that. And mm. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. So that's me reflecting on what's changed in one thing. But I'd love to know, like, you know, talk a bit about that, about that journey and what else has changed in your life as a result. Just a quick interruption from yours truly. 
A reminder today that the Ignite Retreat is currently enrolling and that is exactly where Lauren started her journey that allowed her to start making some really big changes in her life that has led to the transformation that you are all hearing about today. So we still have a few spaces left. It's running from August 24th to 27th in the Sunshine Coast. So if you are feeling the call and you're wanting to try something completely different that is going to go to the deepest levels and really, really start this healing journey for you, or even if you have been doing some healing work or some shadow work, I have had people who said they've done shadow work previously, but it just wasn't quite hitting the mark. And then they did Ignite and everything took off for them. So if that sounds super fun, super juicy, maybe a little bit scary, but you can feel those breadcrumbs and you are wanting to start to follow them. Then the link is in the show notes. Make sure you register your interest. You can find out all the information and apply. We jump on the phone, have a quick chat, see if it's right for you. And then you can secure your spot from there if it feels good for both of us. All right, darlings, back to this interview. Yes, I'm going to split it up into like external and internal. (laughs) (laughs) I know they all come into one, but um, at the start, it was really building that trust and figuring out again who the hell I was and what I stood for and what were my values and like, where is my voice? And if I don't stand up for me, no one is. Um, And so I suppose there's been a massive shift internally in I know who the fuck I am and I know what I stand for and how I'm going to be treated. And if like that's not meeting the standard, then I'm more than happy to have a conversation and say that and put in boundaries in place. But yeah, I think it's been a really, really like just figuring out It's like that solid, solid foundation, like you were saying before, like rebuilding all of those foundations so that I actually can have the confidence to back my own opinions and back when I'm saying something controversial or something that I know someone else probably isn't going to receive well, but still have the courage to, to say the thing anyway. And so, yeah, I think that they probably were the most important things to me because I did I really was so lost and suppose the internal things now it's like having that solid foundation but being able to continually grow and expand your outlook as a person and as a human and then in turn being able to create an impact and yeah change others lives as well so they that yeah that would be definitely the internal stuff and um I think I said to you a little while ago so this whole year even just specifically this year like we did like a vision dump or whatever and broke down all the aspects of my life and the main thing I really wanted to cultivate was this feeling this like contentness this like ease and like this vision of me just living a beautiful life but also being very present and very content with where I am and there has been so many external things that that have changed in my life but that is the thing that sticks out to me the most is like that feeling that actually within me now and it's like thing that has like lit my soul on fire and that's what I get to return home to and continue to 
to nourish and develop as I continue to expand and yeah I have really seen how that like being so strong and solid in that and providing that opportunity for me to continue to nourish that has actually impacted others so positively as well Um, even just in like obviously in my work but also just in conversations that I have with people and some really good friendships that I have like a reflection back to each other and yeah it's just really really nice to gently challenge each other but continue to grow as people individually and that's definitely come from that internal knowing of who I am what I stand for and where the hell I'm going in this lifetime the external things so I was living when I started Ignite I was living in Melbourne at home in lockdown and before I'd quit my job on whatever day it was, I was in a full-time job working more than 40 hours a week. And it was a very toxic, very toxic environment. Since then, I ended up, I quit my job, didn't go back for the notice period. I ended up having, <laughs> ended up having, bye, bye. I ended up having quite a um, major surgery and then after that I was still recovering. I had never been on a solo holiday and I was like, I'm, Melbourne is out of lockdown. I think it was like four days or five days and I was like, I'm bloody out of here. So I booked a holiday to Cairns and actually went on my first solo holiday. Um, I still had like stitches and gauze pads and everything (laughs) But um, I was recovering and also giving myself an opportunity because that was actually going on a solo holiday was a massive edge for me back then. I had never done something like that. And I was like, I'm actually just going to do something for me. And that was the the start of that. I um went to Cairns for, for, I think it was four nights or five days. And then I came back. It's so funny because... It was so beautiful. The weather was nice. I went on like road trips by myself and like the beaches and everything. And um, the Uber driver on the way back to the airport was like, oh, maybe you'll move to Queensland one day. And I was like, ha like maybe, but I doubt it. Like that's like good joke basically. <laughs> anyway, I got back to um, Melbourne and then like that is what just planted a seed for me. Basically. Eight weeks later, I was back hotel quarantining in Cairns because I had decided to move to the Gold Coast and I was moving with a friend at the, at a t- at the time who had applied for a job up on the Gold Coast. And when she told me, I was like, do you know what? I'm actually going to do it. Like, I'm going to take a leap. And I was trying so hard to fixate on something to like for a reason to move so that my family and friends would understand like why I'm actually leaving them and that was a really really challenging part to actually probably for the first time in my life actually do something for me without worrying about the reactions of other people close to me anyway that was a that was a learning process and I I didn't actually end up having a job or anything to say like this is the reason why I'm moving so I took the leap and then landed on the Gold Coast in October. Yeah, left in September, but with all the quarantine stuff, had to do all the things and landed in um, the Gold Coast in October. And a couple of the girls that I had met 
through online in COVID through Caitlin and some other programs um, that we had done I we decided to like reach out and I met these girls in person which felt like a massive edge because I was like I'm in a place I don't know where I am I don't really have any supports in place I don't have any creature comforts but here we are we're going to create a life and so yeah I started um, connecting with those girls who I'm still friends with today um, and I I was putting in job applications and it was actually a massive learning curve for me. I worked in a cafe for six months and in doing that, there were so many lessons I needed to learn in terms of detaching my self-worth from the uni degrees that I had done and the career I had built back at home and all of that. And I ended up getting this workplace, actually weren't even advertising for a PZP, but um, they hired me anyway when I had just reached out to them and submitted my application. And I took that as a sign that like, I'm definitely meant to be here. Like they're willing to give me a chance. And so still, yeah, I'm still in that job um, at the moment. I work there four days a week. Let's just get this, let's just get this super clear. There was a place that was not hiring mm-hmm. that you decided, you know what? I'm going to work in this place. And so I'm just going to send them a little email with <laughs> yeah. my application and say, hey, so I think this would be really good for you. And just, they decided to hire you. If that is not taking life into your own hands, I don't know what it is. <laughs> They definitely, yeah, I am really, really grateful for that because they definitely provided me with an opportunity to land somewhere up here. Um, And so, yeah, I am still working there four days a week now, don't work at the cafe anymore, but have also decided to, yeah, start my own business in the form of like clinical mentoring and course development for other clinicians and that was a whole process in in itself because literally six months ago (laughs) I was like Caitlin business isn't for me absolutely not like I'm not doing this like we can't what are you talking about anyway so the business has launched it's precision pediatrics you can find me on instagram precision underscore pediatrics if you want to look it up but this vision was birthed and I'm really grateful for the clinical experience that I have at my day job now. But this, like creating ripple effects, basically this, it was that I can create change and create ripple effects in the family's lives that I work with. And I'm so grateful for that and seeing the change when when the child learns to walk for the first time or reaches a goal that their family is so excited for. Like that is just really really precious Mm. but being able to create ripple effects not only in my own clients but mentoring other clients to create those same outcomes in their clients lives as well is really really special because it's yeah reaching more clients in need and also creating greater impact and it's truly what lights my soul on fire like I genuinely care so much like this this mission this vision is like bigger than me it's bigger than a clinic it's bigger than it's bigger than just like yes we're changing clients lives but it's not just about that it's like the greater good for all and I'm so excited to bring all of the different pillars to the business together there's lots of things in the works and it's moved very very fast so we're, we're rolling with that but 
yeah, I suppose that's where I'm. In, that's where I'm at now in in work, and I'm so excited to see where that goes in terms of my journey when I did get up to Queensland I mean I mean I've moved house three times in 12 months so um, that's also been fun and there's been so many different things that I've processed in terms of surrounding myself with the people that are going to help me expand into the version that I want to be and creating those meaningful and deep connections with friends and other like-minded people up here so yeah that's basically where I'm at now and yeah I'm really proud of like where I'm at and where I'm going and like standing strong in in that vision so I think what else is really beautiful is that this is not a demonstration of like an overnight transformation it's actually like the reality of transformation and like yes those four days gave you tools and it gave you kind of that kick up the ass and that fanning of the fire that was like cool like I've got some control back now Mm -hmm. and then they're like the building the rebuilding is a process and I think in a world we are really sold a quick fix and if it's not happening fast like I must be broken and all of that and it's like trying to just fix it quickly is just trying to build the same house again and it's still going to be built on shitty foundations mm-hmm. whereas with you like you have journeyed a lot and you have journeyed like things in friendships and things in relationships and things in family and things in work and like all of these different aspects of you and what was coming through in the like shadow world around that but it's like this that one percent that you were talking about of like every decision you have made it's like now so firm and it's so stable that even if like shit hits the fan which look we know it does (laughs) we always know it does and but you actually have the foundation of it's okay if a fucking hurricane comes like I'm conquering Mm. each like good luck (laughs) and you always have that ability now to come home to yourself and I think that that's such a beautiful thing to witness is is your ability to build that resilience and to keep seeing things through, even though it's been very confronting at times, but you've kept showing up. And the reason you feel like so anchored in yourself now is because like, even when the storm came, you're like, that's fucked up, but I'm going to keep trusting, (laughs) just going to keep trusting. And it's built to where you're at now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think the funniest thing, like, on the business front like honestly guys year and a half of coaching Lauren and she I mean we probably brought up business maybe like three or four times and not wasn't like oh do you want to start a business it just sort of like come up in conversation she'd be like I don't know how you run a business like I just would never want to do that and <laughs> it's just not for me I'm just gonna like work for someone I was like yeah cool babe like we just want to have that conversation and then one day she's like oh yeah this thing and I've got this really good idea and it's really needed in the industry. And we like sat down and like, you know, just read, read some like numbers and looked at it like logistically. And it's not often I tell my clients what to do, but I was like, if you don't do this, I would think it was very stupid. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. And I love it. Cause it's been six months now or yeah, about six months. And she just like turned the whole thing, not even turned around. There's nothing to turn around. She just like pulled it out of the air. And the next thing I knew, I was like, oh, there's an Instagram page. 
oh, she's getting a photo shoot looking like this boss bitch. Oh, shit, she's cut off her hair and now she's got this whole new vibe happening. Oh, shit, like, what? What? And it was just so fun. Like, it was fun to watch and it was fun even, like, extra because I reflected this back to you of you didn't even tell me about the photo shoot. You didn't yeah. need any coaching around it. You weren't like, oh, you know, I think I want to get a photo shoot. I'm worried about like, I don't know, body image or self-image or like mm-hmm. other things. Like none of that came through. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to be in front of this camera. Like what? <laughs> and you just like killed that photo shoot. And I just thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. And yeah, like the friendships that you've built and navigated and the connections you have, it's all that reflection of that connection to yourself. Mm. And it's just so beautiful. So let's start to wrap it up. My final question, mm-hmm. what would you say to someone who's thinking of doing shadow work? They're like on the fence. I mean, I would absolutely say take the leap. Like you don't know you don't know where it's going to end, like where you're going to end up, but there's always a plan. And if you, if you trust yourself enough to take that leap, you can trust yourself enough to see where it goes. You know, like if you're in a place, if you're in a place where you've tried everything that you know, and nothing's working, you need to, you need to do something else to make a change because otherwise everything just stays the same and even though I mentioned before that yes it's been a wild ride and there's been so many things that I have confronted that have been quite honestly really really challenging for me it is a thousand percent worth every single hard conversation hard emotion hard situation that I've had to navigate because I've made it but I've not made it externally I've made it from within like that genuine feeling that you get to cultivate for yourself to live the life that you want to live and like set your own standards and get to where you want to get to because you back yourself like that shit is priceless and it's absolutely worth the investment not even just like in a monetary sense it's worth the investment in in the time and the energy and increasing the awareness like your awareness in the personal development space because it's honestly changed my life and it's a continual reminder of how do you want to show up not not when everything's smooth sailing but like how do you want to show up when shit is hitting the fan and everything feels hard and if you're not sure how you can do that like shadow work and investing in yourself paves the way for you love that I love that and as we always say buckle in baby because you're going on a ride (laughs) we're going on a wild ride (laughs) yeah and the way I look at it is like you know I don't I never be like oh you do shadow work and then you never have a problem again in your life and it's all rainbow and fluffy puppies over here no like shit is literally going to hit the fan whether you do shadow work or not. That is the passage of life. It is the way. And shit was hitting the fan beforehand. And it's usually why most people listening to this podcast. It's it's deciding how do I want to feel or handle or show up when Mm -hmm. shit is hard, like you said. Mm -hmm. And 
it's not just about like doing this work. It's also about having the tools and having the self-trust to lean on, lean on those tools and know when to ask for help and all of that, that I think is the most beautiful thing. And, you know, what I love is that none of my clients actually need me, you know, like one, the conversation we had just before your last re-sign, you're like, I just don't feel like I need you. And I was like, great. I don't want you to need me. Like, good. (laughs) What I want is for you to feel so solid in, in your life and in yourself that like, if I died tomorrow, you would know how to navigate life. And I feel like that's where you're at now. And that is so beautiful is like, you don't need me. And yes, we continue to work together because we have a great fun relationship. Um, And we're just like, you know, just expanding more from here. But like, it's such a different relationship from when it started. And I just love that so much. So thank you so much for coming on my podcast and talking to my lovely audience and sharing some of your story and transformation and your your words there was like little pockets of wisdom throughout this as well which is really beautiful so I appreciate you so much I appreciate your courage to lead into this as well do you have any final words I just want to say thank you to you because you have I've told you this before but you have honestly been my light now when there has been no, I haven't been able to see, to see a light or a way out. And for you to help me navigate that and actually for me to be able to come home to me and expand as a person under your guidance and yeah, just develop our relationship together and myself individually has just genuinely changed my life and I will be forever grateful so thank you love you <laughs> love you <laughs> all right beautiful humans that is all about Lauren and her transformation with shadow work thank you so much for listening and if you didn't get the name of her new business adventure precision underscore pediatrics it's all right cool i will also pop it in the show notes so you can go and give her a follow if you're into clinical mentoring in the exercise physiology space yeah i'm on this i've got this nailed it (laughs) (laughs) then make sure you give her a follow because her content is amazing i was like wow this is really high quality content you just started this is it's gonna fly so make sure you are there for the journey And yeah, I'll talk to you guys all in the next episode. Love you all loads.